T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sean Grandy, play-by-play voice of the Boston Celtics. Sean, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Still amazed we're talking NBA on the 24th of August. <laughs> I know. I'm with you. Know, you. Joe, we should be listening to Rick Neuheisel play the guitar and getting ready for college football. And... Oh, you did not <laughs> say that, did you? Instead, here we are. <laughs> you did not I'm say staring, that. I'm staring at all my charts for my game next week, whatever, and here I am doing talking about Kyrie and Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> he did not say that, did yeah, he? Soon, soon enough, man. Should we hang up on him? No, no. <laughs> I, I want to talk to him. You, 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 you want to hear the guitar, too, huh? <laughs> no, I, no, that I don't want to hear. I want to hear Sean's take on the trade. Uh, so... This was something that no one saw coming. Danny Ainge had been sitting on those assets for so long. Jimmy Butler goes by. Paul George goes by. Nothing. Why do you think he decided to pull the trigger when it came to Kyrie Irving? I think it was a little bit easier. And it's funny. No one's really phrased it that way. It's a great question because in-season trades are a little more complicated. There's a lot going on and you're trying to you know gauge all these metrics on the fly i think this was a scenario where danny has wanted to add a, you know he knows this is how you win in the nba you acquire top level talent and you you try to put players around it that are going to help you win a championship and these players don't come up that often and you watch a paul george go by the boards and you watch a jimmy butler go by the boards and all of a sudden you're thinking you know is that the perfect guy is that the perfect guy and all of a sudden, you know, you realize how many opportunities you're going to get to acquire elite level talent. And when you find a guy that's won a championship, who's the number one pick in the draft, he's 25 years old, you have a chance to do what 10 years ago, Danny brought Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen here, and you had an extraordinary era for the Celtics. But the only, you know, wistful thing about that was that those guys were in the second half of their career. Now, you're talking about Gordon Hayward at 26, Kyrie Irving at 25. You're putting Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum in their early 20s around them, and you have a chance to do something that is going to be together for you know a lot of years with these guys in their prime. So how does this change the identity of the Boston Celtics? And can you put your finger on what their identity was previously and, and, and now transitioning to Kyrie Irving? You know, here, it, I'll tell you why that's a good question, because I've been asked a lot about, well, Kyrie Irving now has to – adopt this Celtics culture, I think he and Gordon Hayward and, you know, Al Horford and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they have to create a Celtics culture. This is a team, yeah, they were the number one team in the regular season in the East, and yes, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. 11 of the 15 players have been replaced on this roster. Marcus Smart is now the senior member of this team, and Jalen Brown, who's 21 years old, I'm talking about, he is the third senior member on this team. So this is a brand-new team. So the culture, it's not about Kyrie Irving adopting the culture of the Celtics. It's about him creating it because he is now what he wanted to be, which is the centerpiece of a franchise. Gio and Jones are Sean Grandy, voice of the Boston Celtics, as we talk this Kyrie-Isaiah Thomas trade. 
Uh, how much do you think this had to do with not wanting to give Isaiah Thomas that max deal and not looking at him, you know, as that centerpiece as opposed to to Kyrie Irving? Was that I mean, was that a driving force to to move Isaiah Thomas? I, I think it was. I don't think it was a driving force to move Isaiah Thomas. He has not only you know become one of the best players in the NBA, but the what made this one so difficult and still has. Celtic fans split right down the middle, even a couple of days later. This is about as 50-50 reaction-wise as you can imagine, is how much a part of the fabric Isaiah Thomas in just two and a half years in Boston had become, not just in Boston, but in all of New England. And that's why this one's hurt you know, so many people. But Danny's job, the job of the general manager, is and the, the, the ones that win trades are the ones who see not what was, what is next? And if listen, if Isaiah Thomas has another three or four years like he just had, and Kyrie Irving doesn't get better and is the same player he was the last three or four years, you, you're not going to look at this as a great deal for the Celtics. But the contract issue, it, not only are you not have to deal with what is Isaiah Thomas a max player? Is he a franchise player? Think about the conversation that would have happened every day in Boston. Isaiah had a great game. Oh, my goodness, you're going to have to give him a max contract. Can you build a team that way? Isaiah has a bad game. Boy, he's not the same player after that injury. It would have carried on all year long. Not to mention the you know, that you eliminate the Jay Crowder, Gordon Hayward issue, which was you know would have been a thing throughout the course of the year. And one of the great subplots now is Jay Crowder guarding Gordon Hayward when the Cavs and the Celtics play. The same way the Cavs don't have to be able to – you know, they've got their own issues with LeBron but they're not going to have that Kyrie thing hanging over them as well. So eliminating all that helps too. So does this put Boston, are they now still the, are the favorites along with Cleveland to win the East again? And it's, and more so, does this get them closer to possibly getting to a championship opportunity to take on Golden State? Well, how's this for a crazy answer? I would say the Celtics are maybe not, I don't think the Celtics improve themselves for this coming year against the Cavs, because I think this is a great, assuming Isaiah is healthy, and I assume that he is, I think this is a great deal for 2017-18 for the Cavs. Who on earth knows what's going to happen with LeBron when this year is over? But I think the Celtics, as constituted, were not going to beat Cleveland. And while I don't know if they can beat them now with this team, I think the higher end for the Celtics now is a lot more possible. With because you know Kyrie is still on that upswing at 25 years old, and I think the Celtics have a greater upside than they did two days ago by changing over the team. But I really think this is about if it's not about 2017-18, you got to look at the Celtics now for the next four, five, six years in the Eastern Conference. That in what could be a post-LeBron situation in Cleveland, the Celtics are positioned very, very well. Does a guy who goes to three NBA finals, plays with LeBron James like many players would want to do, and then after he finishes his third year in that situation, forces himself out, doesn't want to be there, does that concern you at all about the makeup of Kyrie Irving? I think absolutely it does. I think it's a question that, you know, in all these, you know, before he was a Celtic two days ago and every interview I did and every conversation I had with people – I think it's one of those things that you're going to tell you, you know, you're going to have to explain to your grandkids one day, why didn't you want to play with LeBron? But again, hey, LeBron wanted to leave Cleveland in 2010. He wanted to do his own thing in a different place. And I think it's one of those things that 
at 25, we all have a different perspective on Kyrie and where he is in his career, his life, and he does. And it's his life and his career, and he wants to have his own individual stamp on it. And you got to respect the guy who wants to put that pressure on himself. And now, on the one hand, it's be careful what you wish for. On the other hand, it's, hey, you know, you got it. And are there concerns about Kyrie? Of course there are. But you know what? I keep saying 25 years old over and over again. If you're a Celtics fan and a longtime Celtics fan, hey, there were a lot of concerns. There were concerns about Isaiah two and a half years ago. You didn't, you know, you heard stories about him. Dennis Johnson is a famous story of a guy that was sort of cast off and considered to be a malcontent. Paul Pierce at 25 years old, now one of the most respected players, not only talent-wise, but, you know, as a human being of the era. Paul Pierce at 25 did not have a great reputation around the league as a guy in a locker room. So I, I just think there's so much of Kyrie Irving's career and his story in the NBA in front of him that, you know, it's this is what he wanted, and he got it. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Now, there's always a sight, uh, excitement excuse me, around the uh, Boston Celtics, but as you mentioned, you're getting ready for football season. Uh, unfortunately for me as a Yankees fan, the Red Sox are playing some damn good baseball. But yet, how much more does this add to the excitement uh, with this move, Kyrie coming over for Boston Celtics fans? I think we're in a, a, a time of potentially seismic change, and Boston may be the best indication of it. And here I've been saying this all summer. In Boston right now, the Red Sox have a, a lead they're not going to lose, as you said, in the ALEs. Chris mm-hmm. Sale is having a Pedro Martinez year. Craig Kimbrell's having probably the best year a Red Sox closer has ever had or maybe ever will have. And yet – Forget the Patriots starting training camp, but everyone just, you know, New England drives people crazy because all you're hearing is 16-0, 16-0. The Celtics just kept taking the news cycle between the draft and the summer league games going on and tra- trading Avery Bradley and making this Kyrie trade. And this would not have happened in this town five years ago, let alone ten years ago, where, uh, you know, the NBA and the Celtics could take so much of the attention away from a Red Sox team that's so good. So, it's it's really it's been kind of a fascinating time that way, and I think maybe less of an indication of Boston specifically, as it is about the NBA, you know, continuing to be on the rise. Yeah, I think that there's some recency bias for me because it's, all this is happening this year. But I mean, I can't remember an NBA offseason being this exciting. I know 2010 we were into the LeBron decision; that was a big deal, and there were pieces that fell out from there, but. Uh, would you agree that this is the most exciting NBA offseason we've seen in a really long time? Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any question. I think there's so many. You know, you, when you market the individual players, and there's so many of them, and there is free agency to talk about. And listen, some of this has been strategic. Certainly not a Kyrie Irving, Isaiah Thomas trade coming at an absolute dead time. I think I, I tweeted the other day. If you would ask me, pick the safest day in the NBA to take vacation of the entire year. I probably would have got, I don't know, August 22nd, you know, because nothing ever, ever used to happen at this time. But now, you know, there's always interest. There's always something going on. We, you know, a lot of us in the league get uptight that the schedule gets released so late, but that became another three or four days of the news cycle. Now that's the thing as late as the schedule releases. You do that the second week of August and that becomes a whole, a whole thing in and of itself. So, you know, part of it is strategic and part of it is just, you know, feed people the, the content that they want and you know people want it when they want it and that's what sports media is now. <laughs> do you have a favorite new heisel song 
<laughs> yes, the next one. <laughs> Sean, thanks for the time this morning. We appreciate it. You got it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.